Welcome to At the Crossroads Church weekly podcast. Our hope is that you will grow in your walk with God and be blessed and encouraged in your daily lives as you listen. You can visit us at our website at atthecrossroads.ca. All right, well, welcome. Well, I got a message for you, but I got 20 minutes, okay? But don't laugh. One time I gave a message in jail, seven minutes, three times, seven minutes. And you know what? I think it was the best message I ever gave. Everybody remembers that message. All the inmates, they all knew. So uh, we want to welcome everybody. We got the French section over there. Bonjour, mes amis. We got the Spanish uh, section over here. Comment ça? Point bien. And the rest, well, I guess you speak English, right? <laughs> all right. So today I want to speak on <coughs> something very important because the new year is coming and I want to train you. Okay, this is training session. You have to understand what's happening here. And God wants to train you, okay? And I, I, I call that message God's moment. You know what God's moment is? Is when you meet somebody and it's like, you know, you don't say nothing and you leave and you say to yourself, wow, I had such an opportunity to share something about God. How many of us, we missed it someplace, all right? And we could just hit ourselves on the head and say, how can I be so dumb or stupid or whatever? There was an opportunity. So an opportunity is a three, maybe to four seconds. That's the span that it has. Okay, three to four, it's not long. You meet somebody and you got to struggle to share your faith. You just don't do it. And uh, basically, a situation happened, and you don't take advantage of it. I mean, I understand that. Because we're called to be witness. You know, we are called to be. So how many had an opportunity um, to respond nicely? Right. I'm reading my note because I don't want to go away because I, I'll take longer. Uh, <coughs> and you had the opportunity to change the situation, and you didn't. Because it's kind of like, like this. I used to watch a movie when I was young, a quick draw. You know, the Western? And you had these two guys there, and, you know, they would uh, walk face to face, and it was whoever would draw the fastest and pull the trigger the fastest, it was too bad for the other, right? So you had the slow people who draw slow, and you got to draw the one that draws really fast, but then they aim crooked. So both are good. So when you meet somebody, you can, how many are slow drawers? Let me see your hand. You just don't know what to say, whatever. Okay, you're slow. Now, if you're a fast drawer and, and don't put your hand up and you say the wrong thing, don't put your hand up. But there is some like that. So we have to, to learn to be fast and efficient. Okay? For example, they train police officer. In a situation that happened, you've only got two, three seconds to uh, judge it, uh, find out what you're going to do, and if you have to pull your weapon, if you have, isn't that true? 
They do that. In the in military, they do the same thing. I mean, you get in front of something and it happened. Think fast, three seconds, maybe two seconds. And you know, as 2020 comes along, we want to be efficient. So we got to be trained. So that little training is just today is to show you that you can do it. You can do it. Okay. <clears throat> look at your hand. Come on, look at your hand. Both of them. This is what Jesus has to work with. Your hand. Okay? Now look at your neighbor's hand. Don't laugh, but that's what Jesus has to work with. Your neighbor, right? But it's not just the hand. It's the mouth. It's your whole being. And we're going to see in the scripture today that God really wants to take you at a different level. Wants you to understand that it's so easy to witness. So easy to do that. Okay, Mark 16, verse 20. Then the disciple went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord was with them. And he confirmed the word with signs and wonder. Right? So they went by themselves. I am not by myself as I go and I should talk to people. And I'm not saying it being intrusive. I'm just, sometime, you haven't seen somebody for 25 years, if you're old enough for that. And, and you, the day before, you thought about them, and you never thought about them. And then the next day, they're right in front of you. Man alive, this is God's moment. God is bringing you someone that you want to share. And you know, you, some of us don't know. We only know John 3.16. You know, God so loved the world. God so loved the world. God so loved the world. It might work for him, but it won't work for everybody else. We have to be connected to the Spirit because the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do. He's amazing. He's amazing. So in order to understand, I want to the, the will of God and there's the ways of God. How many knows the will of God? Basically, it's the Ten Commandments. Don't do this. Don't do that. God's will, right? Do this. Do that. You know, and I could amplify, but I don't have time. But the, the ways of God, we don't know. God says, I came to do the will of my Father. Of my father. And you know what he did? He did miracle. He spit on one and he uh, told the other one to go wash here. He sent the other one uh, to the priest and he did this. The ways he did it is all different. It's not the same. And this is what we don't understand. When we're stuck in the will of God, we become religious and we forget the ways of God because he doesn't want to do the same thing. The same. I was three years uh, old in the Lord, 30 years old. We had uh, just started going to church. And I saw God do a mighty miracle, you know, uh, in our home. We had a Bible study. God would show up every week. And uh, I joined the Pentecostal church uh, in the little town, little church. And the pastor had just come in. He was 27. He loved God, and he, he was excited. And 
But I told him one day, I said, listen, Pastor, how come we don't see people getting healed in the church? I mean, we pray for them, we pray for them, there's no healing. I said, I got this revelation that God wants to heal everybody. And uh, this is my revelation. I still my revelation. Mind you, he does it different ways, but he will do it. So that was my revelation. And I was a little bit uh, snotty and uh, a little bit, what's the word, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I just told him what I thought and, uh, you know, what should happen. The next week, he teach about healing. And I'm sitting at the back in that corner. I'm so happy. And he has people to come at the front, and they all lined up here. I mean, everybody lined up right up to here. And he said, okay. He comes down. Now we're going to pray for the sick. We're going to ask, I'm going to ask Jacques over there <laughs> to come and pray for the people. So all I remember, did he say my name? <laughs> he did. So I stood up. And that was the longest walk I ever had in my life. Because my mind was working a thousand words at the minute. You stupid. What did you do? You shouldn't have done that. Now you're up. At, I mean, this is what was happening in my mind, and my body was just went there. And, I, and you know, because I, I had a revelation that God wanted to heal all those people. I didn't know how. So I got to the first one. It was, I still remember her name, Mrs. Binstrom. And she was sitting there, and she had two people to carry her because she couldn't walk. Her back was so much pain. Couldn't walk. So finally, they, when I got there, the two of them brought her to the front. And, you know, I could have started with something a little easier than that. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so uh, he said, the pastor said, okay, show me what you got. More or less, he didn't say that. That's what I got. <laughs> anyway, I, I said to her, I said, sit her down. So they sit her down. Because I saw that before. Said, Check his. So I said, give me your feet. So I, I pulled her feet. And she was in pain. And uh, her foot was that much. At least an inch and a half to two inches shorter. I said, that's the problem. Your foot is shorter. And uh, I said, uh, Leg, I command you, come out. I wasn't casting anything out. But. And you know, when I did that, he came into her, that she told me after, came into her leg, and I could see her face like, light up like a light bulb. And I saw her, and, and the foot went up and a half an inch too long. Mm. It went back in, too. The minute that was done, it took about not even a minute. I could see the joy. She got up, started to dance and everything. I mean, she was so happy. I mean, you would be happy too. I mean, she was in pain, and I know that. So I felt pretty good. I said, you know, I said to the pastor, well, look at that, eh? Next, you know? <laughs> I didn't say that. Anyway, the next one, it was the same thing. And I said, is it the God's will to heal everybody? I had got the revelation of that. I'm still sticking on it. But 
then I said, okay, well, sit down. So he sat down, and I checked his foot. Oh, the same length. My life. God has a way of doing things that is not the same. You know, his ways are different. And you know what? I prayed for him, and I put oil on him, and I did everything. And you know what happened? Nothing. Because God has another way, and I didn't tap into that way. We've got to tap into us. And we've got to say, if I'm praying for you, Lord, what do you want me to do here? How do you want me to pray? Only takes two, three seconds. And, you know, you should respond, and you should be able to know how he wants to do it. Because he, he wants to do it, right? So you understand God's will? God's ways. Okay. First uh, Timothy two four says he wants all people to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. That's God's will. Does he want everybody to be saved? Yes. Is everybody gonna get saved? No. Because some don't want. But there's a way to reach their heart sometime. So it's the same with healing. God wants uh, everybody to be whole, to be healed. Okay. Uh, David knew the will of God. How many understand that? He knew that it was wrong for this big giant, which was probably the height of here, to stand there and curse God. He knew that's not good. You shouldn't do that. But the thing is, he knew that it was wrong, but he had to find a way of getting him down. And I was reading about the ways that David used. Remember one time in the Bible, it's in um, 1 Samuel 6, 6, 17, 18. He says that uh, I got a, a lion by the beard, and I smote him. Well, he didn't use a sling to smote him. He had to have another weapon. But when he got in front of the giant, he had another weapon. And this weapon was for the task that he was doing. When we get in front of some way, somebody and we witness, it's not going to be the same all the time. Sometimes we have to say, Lord, you know, you know, you may talk about it. Hey, your son, say something nice. Connect with them. It only takes three to four seconds, and then you have a conversation going, and you can flow any way you want. Maybe say, listen, I'd like to know more about your story, about this. Meet together with them. You know, the situation will bring you, it will bring somebody more or less to repentance somewhere. You know, one time I was on the Montpellier, and I went to pray there, and I don't know who I was with, if I was with her. And somebody come up, Montpellier, up on that big thing there. And uh, I start talking to them about the, the law. I don't know what I said. He said, everything is okay. But then he started sobbing. You know what I mean? Connection was made like that. You know, I led him to the Lord. His father was dying. He was in a place where everything was crumbling. And you know, it's not hard when somebody's crumbling 
and falling apart, it's not hard to connect. And you know what? Anybody you're going to meet today, somebody's going to be crumbling and falling apart, but yet they have a big smile, and they say, oh, everything is fine, another new year, and yet they finish this year in, uh, in pain. Mm. So let's look at the uh, book of Acts, chapter 3. And this is another three to four second meeting. Peter and John with the man at the gate. And it doesn't say that God told him to pray for him. Something happened. Something was triggered. Peter said, stand up. No, he said, I don't have silver and gold. But what I have, I'm giving it to you. So he was loaded, Peter and John. They were loaded. They had the gospel. They saw Jesus resurrected. They saw him after for 40 days and all that stuff. And when you, you saw this man... That's God's will to heal that man to himself. And he said, get up and walk. When did he get healed? Okay, next verse. When did the man get healed? The next verse, three. You have the next verse? Uh, okay. Well, the next verse says, it says that he take him by the right hand and he helped him. And instantly, the man's feet and ankle became strong. It's not really when he spoke. It's when he took him. See, that three, four seconds that Peter met him changed the life of many people. Because it says after that, 2,000 people came to the Lord after when they saw that man. One encounter. One, three to four seconds meeting, going by and looking at him. And he talked to them. He said, I need some money. He, he put his hand out there. He needed something. Somebody in your life that you're going to meet is going to extend his life, his hand, and say, I need something. And it's what we want to see this year. We want to see life transform, people being saved, because we do share the gospel. We do tell them, yes, I am a believer, and yes, God can do what he did for me. Okay? So God confirmed his message by signs and wonder with Peter and John. And you know what? He'll do that with you as you grow with him. He will. Colossians 4, 6, we have to know what to answer every man. So um, we have to learn to answer every man, right? Are you okay? Yeah, I got him. Don't leave the paper on the seat, Pastor Travis, don't like that. So we have to be like a police officer. We have to uh, be like somebody that is trained to do something fast with the message of the gospel. And when we do that, we become more efficient. See, we can learn a lot about, I think Pastor Travis is going to speak on... Witnessing, I think. 
in the new year, not true? And, and when he talks about it, he, but what I want to give you is a three to four second that you can start working. Are you okay? <laughs> now, that was supposed to be a little bit different, but we, we're working with uh, uh, people that are not totally trained yet. He's supposed to choke. He did choke, right, on this thing. The time delay is what? Is about three to four seconds to figure out when he, what you do. Now, the slow people, how many noticed, how many are slow? You said you were slow. What did you think? Or did you didn't see what happened here. So you didn't see it. We'll have to do different for the next service. <laughs> but the, the expert... Okay, we have some experts. You guys are nurse. If you choke, what do you do? Yeah, and you do it quick. You don't wait a minute or two or three. You do it right away. And, and that's supposed to show you that the same thing because a lot of time it's life-threatening. You're choking and you're having a... If you can't breathe, you only got a few minutes, a few few seconds, a few minutes, and then you, you lose a person. So it's the same thing with our life. When we are there in the world, and you meet somebody, and you know the Spirit of God prompts you, hey, say something, do something. They're hurting. You know, to look at people and know that they're hurting, you can work on that and find out that, yes, it's true. They are hurting. You talk to them a little bit. Things happen in their life. And when you see that, there is people here in this church that are pro. These guys are pro. They're nurse. You know, somebody has a stroke, somebody has something happen, they will take care of it because they're trained. Police officer is trained. Paul, the guy sitting over there with the green shirt, he's a pro at witnessing. He's always talking to people, giving them candy, always ready to share. Aren't you always ready to share the gospel? Always. Yeah, he's a pro because he worked at it. Isn't that true? Yes. It didn't come natural. I mean, he's a happy, jovial guy, but he worked at it. And, and, you know, anybody he sees, it doesn't take too long before he talks to them about the Lord or testimony. Is that true? Amen. Amen. So, okay. So this is the three. You all can all do this. You don't have to be a pro. You just have to do it. One time, uh, I shared that one time a long time ago. Somebody was as drowned in the pool in my father's place. And my kids were there, so I thought it was my kids. So I, I ran and they just pulled the guy out. He was black. He's a white guy. He was black. And everybody ran around. What are we going to do? Call so-and-so. What are we going to do? The guy, is, he's, he's not breathing. The guy, is hard to stop. I checked it. So I go there and I check. and I, yeah. Do the, all the stuff he's supposed to do. It didn't work. Nothing. And I take my fist. Eh! Hit his chest. I don't know. I saw that on TV one time. And I hit him again four or five times. And then first thing you know, poof, 
he came back to life. I'm not a pro. But there was a, something happened there, and I knew I had to hack. And you know what? In 2020, there's going to be people in front of you, and you know you've got an act. You've got to say, hey, I'll do something here. I'll share the gospel or ask them for coffee or I'll do something. That's how we make disciples. We go out. And we take that three, four seconds and use it. Amen? Amen. So are you totally trained? Not yet. But Pastor Travis is going to work with you and on you. All right, dear, we're going to take communion. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our message. If you are in the Quinty West area, we would love to have you visit us on Sunday morning at 24 Dundas Street West, Trenton, Ontario. Check out our service times on our website at atthecrossroads.ca.